The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now, here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. McCoy. We are still going to do our regular View from a Pew. Uh, Pastor Delmar will be back next week, and uh, we're going to continue our series on what does the Bible say about blank. But I'm feeling led to do a show, a series of shows, on spiritual warfare, because it's at the max right now. We don't get along. We call good bad, and we call bad good, and, and we, we think that Jesus will uh, 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 let us do anything we want with, with no consequences. You know, just because he died on the cross, so we are forgiven, doesn't mean we don't have an obligation to say, Jesus, I'm sorry. I want to confess to you that I, my integrity wasn't that high yesterday, or I lied about this, or I'm living in sin this way. All Jesus wants us to do is repent. Tell him. Tell him you know it. God knows your heart, but sometimes you have to say it to him, not because he doesn't know, because he wants to make sure you know. And as we've been talking all this week with Gary from Sunny Slope, we started out with we're losing respect for God and Christ. We need to take back the sexual morality that the Bible teaches. And quite frankly, it's just true. We need to take back honesty, integrity, and, and, and make it worth something. And the final series that we're talking about today, we need to take back faithfulness. Now, Gary... How would you define faithfulness in what we need to take back? What have we lost that we need to take back? Well, let me talk about the three ways, and I'll do this quickly, the three ways that the word faith is used in the scriptures, okay? One is, and this is where most people center their, their view and their understanding when you say, tell me about faith, they, they think, okay, that's... I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. That's okay. That's our personal faith. Now, how do we come to that faith? How does that personal faith in God and in Jesus develop within us? Romans 10 and verse 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, yep. or boiled down, faith comes by hearing the word of God. So faith develops within us as we get into God's word and we come to understand about God and Jesus and we come to believe. Now, where a whole lot of people, and, and so the faith is basically God's word. That's, that's the basis of my faith. Now, where a whole lot of people get hung up is on that word faithfulness. And that's the third way the word faith is used in yeah. the scriptures. Faithfulness is me putting my faith into action 
through obedience, dedication, commitment, service okay. to God in Christ. It faithfulness is my lifestyle. I'm my lifestyle that demonstrates my faith in God and in Christ. That's faithfulness. Yeah, and and one of the ways that the Bible teaches us that is when Jesus talks about uh, he is the vine and we are on the vine, and he once in a while needs to prune that vine because our fruit mm-hmm. is not showing faithfulness. And it's it's okay because he died on the cross and we're supposed to learn from that. So it's not okay that we do it. And if, if Satan hadn't interfered with everything through Adam and Eve, we wouldn't do any of that stuff. We'd live in a perfect life. We'd be healthy. There would be no sin. There would be no sorrow. There would be no war. Look at the mess that sin has made. And one of the ways that we do that is we don't care if people see us as good fruit. Yeah, you might you might make it or, or compare it to the difference between heaven and earth. You know, without sin, the whole lot of the whole lot of what we just see is normalcy around us in yeah. life. It wouldn't be there. It wouldn't be there. And of course, that's what heaven is like. Um, when you look at the Bible, defines faith. Okay, Hebrews 11 and verse 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it's not a a blind leap in the dark. It's not a wild, unrealistic wish or dream. It's based on substance and evidence. And you go to any jail, ask any inmate in any jail, tell me what evidence is, they'll give you, you know, they'll give you a course on evidence right there. They understand. That's what faith is based on. And then in the sixth verse, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please him, speaking of God. For he who would come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So faith in God is basic and fundamental, bottom line, but also faith in Jesus. Jesus said in John 8 and verse 24, I've said, therefore, that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. So faith in God, faith in Jesus are absolutely fundamental. Now, there's a whole lot of people, Mac, who will say, oh, yep, I agree, 100%. Boy, I love God. I love Jesus. Oh, and they might, you know, clutch their heart and, you know, their chest over their heart and, and, and just as an emphasis of how much faith they supposedly have. But they are not living a faithful life. Yep. They're involved, they're caught up in, they're engulfed in all kinds of sinful practices. In fact, they're living sinful lifestyles, but they'll shout loud, oh, yes, I got so much faith. Well, there's a difference, and, and we could look at what James wrote in James chapter 2. He said, uh, the demons believe yeah. and tremble, yeah. but they're not, they're not the saved. They're still yeah. the demons. And I know you know this, but the biggest problem I have with a verse in the Bible is John 3.16. Yeah. Believe in me and you shall have eternal life. Believe. The demons believe. Satan believes. It takes more than belief. We have to follow. It has to be put into action. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I always remember the story, and I may get a little wrong, so correct me, but Jesus is just walking along, and there's a whole bunch of people. And a woman who uh, is ill and wants him to heal her just reaches out and touches his robe. And Jesus feels that some way. And he, he heals her, and he said, today your faith has healed you. 
Yes. She didn't call out to Jesus. Jesus didn't know who she was, but he felt the faith in her. Do our friends, do our kids, do our grandkids know of our faith? Do they see it outside of church on Sunday or Sabbath or whenever it is? Do they see it in the midst of a problem when maybe someone would yell and scream and holler and lose their composure and take the Lord's name in vain and make threats? And if we do that, do we come back and in Jesus' name apologize and ask for forgiveness? That is faithfulness. Yeah. One time, many, many years ago, there was a person who accused me in front of my wife and in front of another group of ladies who were there in that particular group at that time, accused me of having talked to her and used a word that I would have considered to have been profanity. And my wife spoke up right away and said, he doesn't use that kind of language. Yeah. And she came home and told me about that. And I went and confronted that lady and she ultimately apologized. And I said, you need to, you need to make that right with that group of ladies. You said that too. Yeah. And so she, she agreed to do that. Because she really attacked not only your faith, but your integrity. That's correct. That's correct. And, and my wife right away said, no, no, he doesn't, he doesn't use that kind of language. And, and that was many years ago. You know, but 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 that's it. You know, faithfulness is living the life. It's not our faith cannot be a part of our life, like our job, school, playing golf. You know, uh, home life. Our faith has to be our life, and that's faithfulness. We can think of it from this perspective: How many times did Jesus say, or is it recorded in the scriptures? If you cannot, if you do not take up your cross daily and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. Matthew ten verse thirty eight, sixteen verse twenty four, Mark chapter eight verse thirty four, and Luke is the one who adds the word daily in Luke nine twenty three, and also cannot be my disciple if you don't take up your cross daily in Luke fourteen and verse twenty seven. Now, me taking up my cross daily. And following Jesus actively and consistently, that's faithfulness. Yeah. And so whatever life throws at me, I'm going to strive to the best of my ability to stay faithful to God. Yeah, we, we got to remember that who we are must show in everything we do, even when we can't be seen, yes. in everything that we say, even if there's nobody listening. Right. Because our faithfulness has to be with Christ. Yes. And words aren't necessary. Sometimes fruit isn't necessary, but the belief in him and the belief in the faithfulness that he teaches us is what he wants to see us walk with. Yeah. John the apostle wrote in 1 John chapter 2 verses 15 through 17, "Do not love the world or the things in the world. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you." And then he talks about the avenues of temptation the devil uses, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. He says, these are not of the, of the Father, these are of the world. And then he finished by saying, and the world is passing away. But, and, and I'm paraphrasing here or bringing it down into the application, but the faithful, the faithful to God, they shall be with him in heaven. They'll live forever. Well, Gary, I want to thank you for being in this series uh, that we have this week on 
we need to take back the morality in our community. We need to take back the sexual morality that we've we've allowed ourselves and our children to follow. Take back honesty and integrity. Make it mean something. You know, I told you the other day in a, in a conversation, when I tell somebody I promise, I'm making a covenant with God. I'm not making a covenant with you. When I say I promise, I'm telling God that what I'm saying to, to Gary, I'm promising him it's true. Yep. And then also in the walk we have with Jesus on faithfulness. Thank you for inviting me, Mac. It's been my honor. You bet. Well, I love having you here, and I want you to come back again. You go ahead and figure out another uh, three or four topics that we could follow. Whether I'd love to. Morality or you know whatever it happens to be, and, and, and we'll do that here in a couple of weeks. All right, I'm Mac McCoy, and I thank you for taking the time today to be with us. We hope you learned. Uh, if you have any questions or you disagree, you can always email us at Mac, M-A-C, like macaroni, at theviewfromapew.com. If you don't see me here next week, well, if you're trying to find me, just go find Jesus, because I'll be with him. God bless. Lord.